got something to say? Follow us on Twitter at TNT Radio Empire. And tweet back. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. As promised, out of her busy schedule. She won't be able to hear what we were talking about in the uh, previous segment until no, uh, yeah. later, so she can yell us. Uh, yeah, responsible uh, drug talk is all right. it was about oxytocin. Oh, oh yes. We got a little rap about the tonins. We're aware of, uh, let's see, uh, serotonin and melatonin. Are there other tonins? Um, I'm, yes, there are. There are. There, there's just a class of hormones that are in your body, so oh, cool. they, there are. There are several. Um, but no, there is no responsible drug talk from you guys. That is like an oxymoron right there. All right. Well, we, we saw that the serotonin, which is you know, one of those uh, happy drugs, it's actually produced, by, but it also comes in pill form. In what instance would you prescribe someone serotonin? I would not, because that would have to be a specialist, and I am not qualified to decide. Okay, to a specialist. Well, you got a pad right there. In what uh, you know, instance would a specialist provide serotonin to someone? Or prescribe it. Uh, probably, probably an endocrinologist, potentially an endocrinologist, yeah, for example, um, or you know, sometimes it depends on what the issue, what the overlying issue is that is causing them to need this. But um, certainly, these are not things that you need to take over the counter. Well, you can't. The serotonin, you can't. It's got to be a prescription. It's got to be a prescription, right? But not something I would buy, like try and buy say, from somebody on the street who says, oh, here, I can replace your serotonin and make you happy now. Yeah, um, those, yeah, not, those, uh, those street guys are unreliable. I don't know any good serotonin dealers. Yeah, probably not, no. Was that part of your responsible drug talk, too? <laughs> no, that's, that's brand new right there. <laughs> we were just curious about it and uh, what the other tonins were, because yeah. they all seem good. You know, melatonin helps you sleep. Oh, serotonin makes you want to cuddle, makes you happy. Seems like the tonins are Every- good. We could use something good Everything now. is good. Everything is good and balanced, and that's where it's very critical that people don't try to uh, self-medicate so much with these because there is a series of checks and balances in your body to keep you from producing too much and keep it from getting too low and to respond to external triggers in the environment, in you know your living situation, whatever it is. And so... Um, there is, there is the potential for badness, just like with vitamins and minerals. You think, oh, they're all good because we should get more. But no, there are actually situations where they can be dangerous, and it's rare, but it can happen. So taking like a ton of vitamin A is probably not good for you. Even vitamin C is, could be very dangerous. Sometimes. Too much, too much. Yeah, well, I read that uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci takes a little zinc and a little vitamin uh, D2 or D3. It might be D3. He's because, 78, uh, man. He's 78. Well, no, they have uh, you know, uh, e- immunity. Uh, it's, it helps your immune system. Got it. All right. Is that is that the case, Doc? Uh, you agree or? I, I do not know that there is any evidence that that is going to prevent you from getting an infection. Um, so let your primary care doctor know that you're doing that. Uh, let them see what you're actually using because many times these over-the-counters, herbal supplements, homeopathic supplements are not what they're – over 50% of them in, in testing are not what they actually say they and, are. On and the wear label. a condom, too. And, wear a condom. You mentioned infection. Wear, yes, and wear, do that, too. Wear a condom while you're taking <laughs> your – you're Unless condoms. you're too pretty for condoms, in which case, then you know. <laughs> All right, I have an issue myself, um, Doc. I'm going to take uh, up Todd's my, got an issue? No an way. An issue myself. No way. He's and then an we'll uh, get to the bad news, and then you'll give us a glimmer well, of hope. Will we have time? Day. Perhaps you'll yell oh. at us. No, it's just a brief question okay. for some reason. Sure. Uh, one of my least favorite hygienic chores is uh, clipping my fingernails. I don't know why I hate it so much. Uh, oh. And I would do it, you know, every eight to ten days. 
And now, for whatever reason, I got to do it every five days. My nails are growing at a rapid pace, and I don't know why. Well, weren't they always anyway? You just never did it. That's what you said, basically. You know? No, no, I would never put it off. I just don't like doing it. Okay. Uh, I, you know, it could be a combination of, of better diet that you will actually, or less, um, you know, uh, less stress. Sometimes we do notice that people a lot of vodka. Does a lot of vodka grow your nails? No, no, no. And That's, actually, I, I, I do want to. I want to clarify something. Did Todd really call tequila his relief pitcher? <laughs> Did I hear that right? Yeah. When 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 the, uh, when, when vodka's gone too long, he yanks it and brings just, in tequila. Yeah, I, I'm just checking. I just wanted to check and make sure I heard that correctly at 4:30 yeah. in the morning. That's world. how I make my um, bottle of vodka last longer. Is one night I, I have a few tequila drinks. Yeah. Yeah, if if vodka gets if vodka gets into the sixth inning, it's a little bit too long, and he brings in, he brings in tequila. <laughs> My wife noted, and I've talked to you about this, Doc. That I've uh, I've been going a little nuts on the flaxseed lately, and she thought maybe all the omega threes in the flaxseed are causing my nails to grow quicker. You guys, you guys stay off. It, the it, it could, internet. but also also when you do cut your nails or your hair very often, it tends to grow back a little bit faster. Right. And yeah. so if you shave want that to beard, push, shave that beard, man. Come back, man. Come back. I don't know if it'll work for him. You know, <laughs> apparently um, not. So, <laughs> Um, so there are tons of COVID stuff. I want to yes. answer some questions about COVID, and then I want to – I have been getting so many questions from listeners, and I'm not surprised because the case the numbers of cases are exponentially increasing across this country. And to put that into perspective, um, back in July, uh, June, July, there were only six states that had over 1,000 positive cases per day. Um, then when we hit August, I think we went up to like 12, and uh, a week ago, no, not even less than a week ago, on the 15th of this month, we had 25 states. It's um, not getting better. But well, it's not. Answer, it's not. You know, our local rag is, has bad, not. bad and, stories and, every damn day, and, and but the people in the, and, and, the, the and rank the and file don't care. In the, yeah. Yeah, well, and everybody doesn't seem to because I hear so many people who are trying to open, trying to go out and do things um, that we would specifically tell them not to do, and then trying to hide if they're positive or telling people if they, as long as you don't feel badly, you can go back to work, or if you were in a high exposure situation, it's fine as long as you don't feel sick. And No, there. This is why we have this problem. So we'll go over that in a second, but to answer some quick questions, first of all, yes, but to face COVID is possible, um, just based on what we know about where So never go butt to face. Always go face to butt then, right? Yeah. I, yeah, probably safer to go that way, okay. actually. All right. All right. Yeah. What, what the hell's the difference? <laughs> Whether it's your well, face or your butt. Uh, uh, good point. Face hey, butt it is. Face to butt or butt to face? I, 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 I had her confused, right? I, I confused myself. I had to think about this for a second. Uh, it's easier transmission into your body through your face, okay. than, but you can definitely well, have COVID. Um, we know this in stool and stuff like that. So, yes. COVID um, in stool. All right. There, if we put as much effort oh, yeah. into trying to stop the virus as we did to open up, uh, things would be a lot better. Would they not? Yes, they would. Just, Absolutely. If, Absolutely. If, we wouldn't, if the guy in charge would have been in charge in January, everything would be different now. Everything. Doc, what the hell is going on in North Dakota? Because I read yesterday that if North Nothing Dakota good. were its own nation, uh, they would be number one, and this is per capita now, number one in the world of new cases. Yes. It's been – I will put some graphs up. It scares – it's, it's, it's not just numbers of new cases. There was a time period when maybe they had one death every couple of days, and now they have 12 deaths in a day. 
Um, the, it's it's a 15. I mean, I'm just looking back over my numbers since the, this month, since the first of this month, and the, it's it's anywhere. It's double digits. It's. Can I ask not this question real quick? Increased- this bugs me. My wife argues with me all the time because I yell out the TV, and I want to ask you this. And I, I hate this. But, and you're not a news person, but you know you're in the business of who's dying with this COVID. And uh, one of the local news stations does a story, and they say who's dead. And for for months they would say, and uh, both those people were over seventy. And I would yell. I say, well, that's not uh, that's not hundred years old. I said, why are you saying that? Is that did all yeah. all you're saying that for is the rest of us are okay? So I got mad at that. That was bad enough. Because so the, oh, don't worry. Both of, they don't say they don't say the word don't worry. They say and. Four of those de- all four of those deaths were people over 70. I'm thinking, so? Like they were knocking on the door th- anyway. Thank you. Yeah. And then the other night, the same TV station dropped it down 10 years. And they said yeah. both those deaths were over 60. And I went ballistic. I said, 60? 60 is young. Yeah. And well, they, they, so they act I, like they're talking I'm, to 22-year-old people. And I, if you're 22, I know 60 and 70 doesn't seem old. But your parents are 60 and it, 70. They're not old. And, and I hate them. Why do news stations old. do that? Have, Damn it. I don't know. They're trying to give some false hope. And right. That's it. False hope. First of, false all, hope. Yeah. first of all, there is a 26% increase in death rates in this uh, excess mortality among 26 to 40 year olds. There you go. This time in this year compared to all prior years where we have been measuring this. Secondly, even if you survive COVID, you can still have long-term consequences right. related to Yeah, you don't so want to get sick. You, yeah, you don't want this virus, no. period. Yes. You don't want to and, get and it and th- come so out, oh, not, well, I, I, I didn't die. At least I didn't. No, you, you, it, it, uh, it's a bad death virus. Death is not the only outcome. Yes, death is not the only outcome here. And I think people fail to understand this. No. That there They do. They be, think it's a, you, it's you either easy. die or you recover completely, and that's not the case at all. Not at all. That is not the case. So let's talk about one other thing, and then let's talk about this. So uh, there was a story um, about air flights and taking flights, and somebody has been – there's a story that's out there that there's only 44 cases um, among 1.2 billion people who flew between January and July. And I – you know, you scream at the television. I – scream at this every time I hear people talk about this or I see this story because clearly human beings have problems with numbers. I just, it's mind boggling to me. So first of all, this was performed by the International Air Transport Association, oh, but by the airlines themselves they have a horse who in are race, great yeah. at counting things, right? Because they can keep track of our luggage and how many free seats are actually on a flight all the time. <laughs> they never have problems with that. But secondly, they, I, they did not test 1.2 billion people. They have no idea how many people were positive or how many people transmitted that and became positive subsequently on the flight. This is baloney. Um, so you have no idea what the denominator of this is, uh, folks. I am, I'm very, very sorry. This, um, the CDC has identified at least 1,600 cases of people who have flown while at risk of spreading COVID and an additional 11,000 people who were potentially exposed. The problem is we don't have contact tracing. And many people refuse to contact trace or say that they feel fine when, in fact, they don't feel fine um, because they want to get from point A to point B, and they don't want to be stopped from getting onto their flight. Craig has a story. It's a little more comprehensive. I think it's the airlines in the Middle East, Emirates included, and they did the testing. It's way more comprehensive, and you can listen to that. He'll get to that a little later on because I found the conclusion uh, of the study to be interesting.
And that's just a little tease. We don't fly in the Middle well, East. I, I, wish we I know. Could, but yeah, I, I would say we're not doing testing. And, and given the numbers of cases here, if you think that you are going into a room, into a store, into a club, into a bar, or into an airplane, and there isn't at least one person on that flight who isn't a positive or exposed, you're fooling yourself. All right. There's, these numbers are ridiculous across this country, and we need to be doing what we were doing in March. We need to be shutting the hell down yep. um, because yep. this is only going to get worse. So, all right. Uh, as I said, this country is becoming an epidemiologist's worst nightmare. So I want to go over a few things. If you have come into exposure with someone who is positive, you need to stay the hell home. The de- definitions of exposure is changed as of last night from I the saw CDC. That, yeah. Walking past oh, somebody. If you are near any, yeah, yeah. So if you are near anyone who is not in your household, and you or they were not wearing a mask, you have been exposed. So yes, if you are outside, you still need to wear a mask. You know what's the difference between the Black Lives Matter protests and an outdoor Trump rally or the Rose Garden event? Masks. Oh, Those thought, were the uh, difference. Yeah, the one side's much younger, well, better looking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that one. That's yeah. And the other but one's look ugly at how and fat. Many people, look how many people spread at the Rose Garden event. Yeah, and there's an outdoor event yeah. where people were not wearing masks. Right. So I, people are sending me pictures of folks outside, oh, you yeah. know, and they're all within arm's distance and no one's wearing a mask. No, that's not acceptable. If you are not wearing a mask, you are been exposed. If you were inside, you damn well better be wearing a mask. If not, you have been exposed. I don't want to hear the words, oh, we were socially distanced inside. I don't give a damn if you were six feet away from the other people because guess who else doesn't care? SARS-CoV-2. All right. I don't want to hear about really good ventilation systems because you honestly believe that the ventilation system, wherever you are, was safer than a hospital's or presidential debate situation, both of which have had outbreaks of SARS-CoV-2. So if you are inside, you are wearing a mask the entire time. If you're not wearing a mask, you are exposed and you need to quarantine. Um, If you are in a large group setting, given the statistics in this country, I pretty much guarantee someone is positive for COVID, whether they are symptomatic or they're not. So if you're not wearing a mask, you've been exposed. Stay home. Don't go to work. You made the choice to go to the wedding, the bar, the club, the restaurant. You took off your mask. Now you get to quarantine. Yeah, but I call it a peaceful protest, so that should be good, right? Uh, you with the hustle. Well, if you're outside yeah, and yeah. wearing a mask, I wear feel a mask. Fine. Wear if a mask. Out- That's the funny yeah. thing about this. You talk yes. about this. We could be doing a lot of things if we all just had masks on. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, but the problem is everyone says, well, we're socially distant. I know. But if you're taking off the mask to drink something, if you're taking off your mask to talk, if you are taking off your mask to eat something, you are exposed. And now the CDC says it's not 15 minutes. It is 15 minutes in a 24-hour period, right. even if it's not consecutive. So if you are in a room for five minutes here and five minutes there and people don't have a mask on, you are exposed. Those people need to quarantine. I don't care if they feel fine or not. You are exposed. The quarantine period is 14 days. And let me repeat that. It is 14 days. It's not seven. It's not 10. It's not based on how you feel. It is 14 days, people. A negative COVID test is not carte blanche to do whatever you want from that day onwards. If you were in close yeah, since contact we, since with Since we were all negative, none of us have kissed each other since we're all negative. We're not, we're not, uh, we're yeah. not going back to that yet. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, it's tough, but too. You guys are all ex- but, but, but there are levels of exposure all of you guys engage in on I, a daily basis. I know. All right? There is. Here. Absolutely. This is it, sitting here. And so... 
And so if, if people are engaging in more than that, then need, they need to quarantine. They need to work from home. They need to work remotely. If you are in close contact with someone who has tested positive, you need to quarantine regardless of the test results. This is to stop the chain of transmission and protect everyone. If it was an antigen test, there is a false negative rate of 1% to 40%. So I'm getting a lot of calls from people who say they were at work, they were at a wedding, they were at a bar, they wedding. were at a club, and now they found out somebody, oh, yeah. Don't we avoid, uh, don't we avoid weddings anyway? This is the perfect time to get out of a wedding. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I have been asked, and I am happy to write you a letter from uh, a doctor to hey. get you out of oh, a wedding if nice. you would like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, again, if you are in any of those situations and you have, you've come into contact with someone, even if you test negative, that does not mean that you tested negative because it is very possible it was a false negative. So avoid indoor events whenever possible, especially things with singing, physical activity, shouting, et cetera. If you need to be indoors, the mask stays on the entire time. With the number of potential super spreaders and the rising positive rates, I am willing to bet that someone in that group setting is positive and you've just locked yourself indoors with them with no mask for over 15 minutes, congratulations, you get to go straight to quarantine. Um, finally, and this is really bugging me, I am getting an increasing number of reports that there has been pressure on people to say they feel fine or to lie about or not get tested because they are worried about stopping their classmates from going to school or yeah. stopping their team from that, playing sports. That's out there. Believe me, I know that for a fact. That's out there. Yeah, that that's, that, 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 is that narrative is out now. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this has now become the new kid peer pressure. Mm -hmm. And these are stories I've received from teachers, from coaches, from parents about how kids are not admitting they feel ill because they don't want to be the person who stops their entire baseball team or football team from playing. This is a public health crisis, folks. People die from this. We've seen a 26% increase in mortality among 25 to 40-year-olds. It is not just older people. This kills. We don't shame people for getting a flu shot. And that is a public health initiative as well. So we should be treating this the same. If you are stopping the chain of transmission, you're saving a life. We adults need to be applauding kids who speak up. We need to be setting the good example for them. Um, and so all, with all of that, I just want to also say, please stop being mad at us scientists and epidemiologists. Um, we are well aware that you're fatigued. You can get in line behind us. Um, it's been exhausting. Right, right. <laughs> but... But, and we are aware that businesses need to go on, that they're being threatened with being closed. We understand people are getting evicted. I've been working on a couple of initiatives to help folks who have lost their homes and are being evicted right now. That's so in your side Lay time? In your side time, you're helping people uh, my side not get time. evicted? Holy hell. We're lazy, uh, man. Or helping them get resources and, you know, something. Because a lot of these have, people have children. Yep. And, and, and it's just really sad. If you want to get mad at someone... Get mad at the people who aren't listening to us, because if you had been, if they had been listening to us, we wouldn't be here. I can guarantee you that it would be better. Oh, here's one that will um, make you feel good. Not. Just got a question on Facebook. What if your employer tells you to work anyways, even though you've been exposed? Yes. Well, I guarantee employers are doing that. Yes, I got that question. I've got that, and and I would tell them that I've I've sent people the resources from the CDC, and that employer can take that up with the with the CDC. This is not appropriate. You are putting people at Risk. That person emailed um, said that it's happening to them? Probably. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure uh, that, yes. that, that the employer Somebody sent me a message. Right. He's certain that the CDC I've said is. Somebody uh, sent me a message. They're oh, yeah. fake news. Yeah. CDC is fake news. We're well, looking around here, our bosses. And, and, and by, by the way, business, business owners, 
business owners and coaches, you want your team, you want your employees to be as well as possible, as healthy as possible, because if they get sick and God forbid they die, you don't have workers for your business and your business is going to close down anyways. So we need to be imaginative here. We need to think about how we can work remotely. And we've been doing that. And That's not really a good sell either. That. What happened to Susie? She was, our, she was a great waitress. Oh, she died. Oh, <laughs> great. Uh, yes. I'll see you later. That's not really a good selling point well, for a boss. Worked all the way through the pandemic somebody, she died. Somebody reached Jeez. out to me. <laughs> so a mental health uh, uh, therapist who was being asked to work in person and then had gotten sick and she said nobody was wearing masks. Um, her employer was asking her to come back into work and she changed her jobs and found a company that was willing to allow them to work remotely. Yeah, I did see a lot of people. Them to be sick. I was reading an article yesterday about a lot of people are quitting jobs where they're being forced to do stuff they don't want, they don't feel they feel dangerous, right? You know, and and by the way, there is a certain political party here who as part of any COVID relief bill wants to give indemnity to businesses so you cannot sue them if you get sick. That's Republicans. Um, because they you, you can you say that. Dangerous. You're allowed to yes. say that as Republicans. Uh, uh, this, this is this to me is just appalling. I don't want to it's confuse appalling now, because yeah. it's Thanks. Yeah, that was, you, you can't see your job. You can't see your job. That yet. was a difficult deduction. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> well, I she, I, she, she was trying to be. She was trying to be all encompassing. She's a doctor. I know. She treats everybody. She scopes Republicans and Democrats' asses every day, right? Yes, I do. All right. Yes, they do. You know. Hey, doc. And some this, of them have more is, things up it than got, other people. By the way, <laughs> this could go both ways. I don't know if you know this story. Yet, what, what what me and Todd are going to be on next week? Uh, we're going to be on a show called The Doctors, a nationally syndicated show with Dr. Ian K. Smith. Uh, they want our medical. No, they don't want our medical experience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they want. Uh, we are going to be guests on the doctors next week. Are you happy? Or are you mad? Because because we're on a show called the doctors. Uh, oh. I'm, you can't see this, but hopefully you can feel my eye roll. But that's I knew, okay. I knew. I knew it. <laughs> Doctor Ian K has been a friend it of the be, show. I, I would. I would. I would love it if they'd actually give more airtime to actual doctors and epidemiologists <laughs> that people would listen I to. I knew she was thinking that. But here's the deal. He, it's what, right. he does segments apparently about other things. But he is going to talk. We did a pre-interview yesterday. It's probably going to come up about my dad passing away from COVID. He's going to bring that up. But uh, we're friends with Dr. Ian. He wanted us on his TV show. It's National Exposure. Sure, we'll do it. And uh, but I knew that you. Yeah, I, I knew you'd Absolutely. roll your eye because the show's called The Doctor. Yeah, apparently he didn't want some uh, yeah. wet blanket filling that segment. He wanted a, you know, a couple of positive, average IQ guys. Oh yes, you, you guys yeah, are awesome. very positive. Yeah. <laughs> How are you handling the pandemic? Well, I want to do the Tommy Lee challenge. Um, I can handle it in that way. Well, hopefully that comes up. That's yeah. cool, right? <laughs> um, She's flipping us. Honestly, people love it. No. Honestly, people, please do not get mad at the scientists. We are we are working so hard. We are facing now shortages. We never actually got enough PPE to protect us, but now we're facing even worse shortages because we have the flu coming around. That is a sad part because he's, there's, there's rallies all across the country basically telling people that you suck. That's yes, what they're saying. That's yes, what they're saying absolutely. Right, right. Every single day. I, I the the this. The, the fatigue, the mental anguish, the despair, the anger that among my colleagues across the country is I've never seen, I've never had people feel like this. It's its really disheartening. Jesus. And we're trying to save lives, but we're going into flu season. And what happens when somebody gets sick with the flu? They need to be ventilated. We need to wear a mask when we go in to see them. 
We have to be gowned, and they have to have a separate special room. These are all the same resources that we need in COVID, and we had these shortages. And it's only going to get worse, and we're starting to ration these sort of things. Again, I had to take a couple hour. I had to take a test yesterday where they gave me different scenarios of patients who come in, and I have one ventilator, and I have to decide who gets that oh, ventilator. Oh, Jesus. And, and every single one of them would tell me how many kids they had and if they were married. And, and how, it was... It, huh. it was just at the end of it, my heart broke. So I want to. This isn't wanted, a rerun. Wanted, this isn't a rerun from April. This is we're live right now. No, it's not. In, no, it's not. <laughs> in October. Right. <laughs> um, so I just want to first of all thank folks because we hit our monetary goal for shot wave, which cool. is amazing. And I am so overwhelmed with the number of people getting their flu shots. And last year, less than fifty percent of adults got their flu shot. I am really hoping that we beat that 50% mark this year. Um, please, if you haven't gotten it, this is the time to get this flu shot. Please get it because we don't need you to get sick with the flu. We need you to stay well if you have the flu and not use up the ventilators that we need and the PPE that we need. Um, and then finally, please ask, keep asking me your questions. You know, folks are reaching out to me in the middle of the night when they have anxiety attacks. Um, I, I'm happy to write those doctor notes to get you out of your indoor weddings. Um, <laughs> they're worried about exposures they've had at work and, you know, exposures at their kid's school. I'm Has a groom ever got a hold of you? Did a groom work. get a hold of you and say, can I get out of a wedding? No. <laughs> <laughs> How about people who want to get I'm out of a... I can do that, too. There's going to be a lot of people who want to get out of Thanksgiving gatherings. So oh, yeah. Will you write notes for that? Yes. Oh, yes. I will write notes for that. And and yes, and this is one of my funniest ones. If your kid swallows one of those round, hungry, hungry hippo marbles, I am absolutely happy to take that call as well. But you do need to send me the adorable picture. Your, your kids are your so kid smart. Why do they keep swallowing stupid stuff? Those kids are brilliant. No, this was somebody else's kid. Oh, this okay. Else's oh, your kids kid. swallowed nickels. That's right. They swallowed nickels, right? Yeah, they swallowed a nickel and a penny, and I'm going to hold that against them for the rest of their damn lives. <laughs> You don't think those pictures are saved and framed in this house? You're kidding yourself. Hey, make sure but, you, um, you DVR us on the doctors. We're on in Philly, I think, in the afternoon on the big station there. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll let you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Oh, yeah. I love you guys. Love you, too. Love you, too. Thanks, John. Bye-bye. She wants the pub on the doctors. All right. When we come back, we're going to need a little uh, power positive pussy after uh, morbid Mina there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> morbid. She's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, she gave us yeah. hope. People getting flu shots. I got that out of it. Right. And people can get out of weddings, they call her. Yeah. yeah, just man up and just don't go to the wedding. That's not that. You don't need a note. No. Just say, I don't want to go. Right. But if you want to perk up, you can go through the uh, email and the Facebook notes about all the people who are, uh, you know, going to work exposed. Oh, my God. Doctors are saying, it's fine. Get in there. Suck it up. Rub some but dirt But never go on ass it. to mouth. <laughs> but you can go face to butt, right? Or vice versa. All right. <laughs> Both are fine. You're listening to the Todd and Tyler Radio Empire. Hey, it's Todd and Tyler. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Please take a second to tell us how much you like the podcast. And don't forget to comment. Thanks again. On to the next podcast episode.